the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Just chatting away with producer Blake Gallagher. So good to have you here. Second hour of the Stephan Tub Show. I'm Randy Corpin, your pumped-up purveyor of principled, passionate patriotism from Saturdays here on 710 KNUS, and really glad to have you here. As I mentioned in the open, I'm the Republican National Committee man. Can't wait to tell you, after the election, we are just got to stay focused on get out the vote. Elect as many Republicans as we can. It's going to be a great night for Republicans. We want that to trickle into Colorado on every level in any way possible. But I'll also tell you this. If we take the Colorado State Senate, even if that's the only thing we win, and I think we're going to do far better than that, but if we only take back the Colorado State Senate, that consider that a victory because it will put a break on unilateral Democrat control for the next year, the next session. Man, oh, man, it's just so very important. Gives us a couple of years where we we know we don't have unilateral, nothing but Democrats. But I got to tell you, the last couple of years, seeing what it's like nationally, seeing what it's like here in Colorado under unilateral Democrat control has been a real eye-opener for folks which is why Republicans are surging in some of the most unlikely of places, New Hampshire and Oregon, and seats that uh, even some of our friends said, oh, you know, those Trump endorsements, they're going to cost us the Senate, they're going to cost us the Republican wave that's been predicted. Absolute nonsense. I said it then, and we're proving it now. It's going to be a very good night for Republicans. 303-696-1971 is the number. 303-696-1971. 1971. Before we go to Ron, um, you always have to remember that Democrats lie and they'll lie about anything. Joe Biden comes out and tells you that uh, he's the most experienced, you know, he's got the most experience for international policy, foreign policy and uh, other qualities of any president ever. He'll tell you that we're doing better because gas prices are down even though they're up at least 50, 50, 60% from when he took office, and even higher than that from some of the best uh, gas price times during the Trump administration. And we were just getting warmed up in America with clean energy. Our gas is no dirtier than anybody else's. You know, our oil, oil reserves... And we clean it, we take care of it, we produce it in environmentally friendly ways. Our natural gas is great. We have clean coal plants here in the United States. But the left wants to shut it all down and and force us away from the energies that make life easy, keep us warm, make it inexpensive to uh, heat our homes and drive our cars and everything else for some phony climate science argument that uh, that they're never going to be able to prove and that doesn't make sense another topic for another show another day the good news is everybody is waking up 
It started with parents, moms and dads, school boards, thanks to, and you hate to say this, COVID-19. They got to see what was going on in their classes. That group, that category activated all over the country. And they know it. If you saw the Senate debate, and I didn't watch it, I just saw some clips. I knew how bad it was going to be for Fetterman. The Pennsylvania debate between Dr. Oz and Fetterman. He performed so poorly that in desperations, in desperation, they got his parents to come out and tell their own nice little lie. We want to tell you something about John Fetterman. He was raised by two Trump voting Republicans right here in this house in York. Us. That's a lie. If you look at their voting history, absolutely not true. But they put those ads out there, and by the time, you know, they, they get fact-checked, they get corrected, man, it's the last week of the election. The, the sauce is already pretty getting pretty well cooked. Just amazing. They, they, they just won't stop. Got some other great audio for you, but let's get back to the phones. We'll go to Ron in Morrison on line two. Ron, welcome to the show. Hello, Randy. How you doing? Doing well, thank you. Can you hear me okay? These crazy cell phones. Sound good. Okay, good. My question is this. I, I recently donated to several different campaigns clear across the country, and I keep getting these emails from the same people being desperate. They haven't raised enough money there. They've lost the election, need my help, and almost shaming me when I don't contribute. So my question to you is this. Is there some kind of a number they have to reach before they get assistance from uh, the Republican or Democratic Party? Well, before I answer that question, I think we should hear what Governor Jared Polis has to say about that real quick. It shouldn't be up to us to convince him, just as I don't have to eat their darn fried crayfish. I don't want it. I don't want it. That was that was Polis a border <laughs> issue when he was on the floor of the United States House of Representatives. But that's what I would tell those people. I don't want your stupid emails and your texts. I get these questions all the time. And let me tell you, it is the most annoying thing. I have donated to campaigns around the country. I've donated like it sounds like you, including, you know, some campaigns yeah. here that I think have a chance. People I believe in people I know or people I like. Um, and then some of these important battleground races, Alaska, um, Georgia, elsewhere. And it's nonstop. It's like you've given them the key to your kingdom to just fill your phone with texts and your email box with emails. And we've talked about this at the Republican National Committee meetings when we get together because people hate it. And all I can tell you is the reason that they do it is that it works. Um, people have yeah. donated so well. Um, the money that's been raised has been extraordinary. The RNC is now a billion-dollar corporation able to fund election integrity litigations and uh, the resource centers, the community outreach centers around the country and everything else. And part of it is because it's been record fundraising. And these, you know, it's not a person sitting there trying to point the finger at you and get you to give just another five bucks. It's a computer. It's an algorithm. But, man, it works. And if you donate, like, through your phone, you probably went through this, you'll give your 50 oh. bucks or your 250 and then it's like, would you like to match, make that donation again at the end of the month? Would you like to make that a recurring donation? Would you contribute $3 for the cost of process? I mean, it, you have to go through, like, 10 things to get out of that screen. Annoying as hell. 
necessary um, to stay on an even keel with the Democrats who are really prolific fundraisers. Yeah, it makes you wonder, and I'm Republican, by the way, and all these, all these calls have been from people that I think are important racists, Republicans, but man, they shame you so much for you almost say to yourself, what the hell have I done? You know, <laughs> I know. How do I, how do I get out of this room? Leave me alone. Yeah, listen, I, I was at Mar-a-Lago um, last Monday, about this time, actually, um, the secret, or the my driver had dropped me off. Secret Service let me in early after telling me I couldn't come in early. We asked him, "Would you just send his name in? You know, because I don't want to leave him out here on the street." And they so they they let me go in, and um, and I got a text, one of those texts that said, "Donald Trump says your name is missing from the list of final donors." You know, right. five. Th- I'm I'm in the dude's house. He's about to come out. You know, we're getting ready for dinner and, and conversation. So. It's just exactly. computers. It's just computers raising money, and uh, well, they run, they run people off. Is what I want to tell you. They run uh, people off. I I'm not going to run off. I they'll get my vote, but no more of my money. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing if you get some that say, you know, we're begging and we're pleading, but they don't just stop there. They come and say, we can't believe you've done this to us, Ron. Exactly. Where, where have exactly. you gone to? Are you a Democrat now, Ron? I mean, it is unbelievable. Uh, it's dropped from two hundred and fifty bucks that I first went in, and now they're asking me for a dollar. Yeah, one dollar. Can't you give a dollar? I'm like, oh my god, what have I done? Let well, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have, I've learned to resist. I delete those every day so they don't pile up on my phone, and I make my own choice about who, you know, I want to vote for. But I, or I mean, who I want to send money to. But I'll, I'll tell you, I have made a couple of spontaneous donations. Because I got a text at just the right time, and, and I'd been thinking about that candidate, like the the woman who's taking on Lisa Murkowski in Alaska, doing really, really well up there. Um, and I just thought, you know what? I think I'll do this one. And and so, you know, that's sure. how they get you. Well, if they get you one out yeah. of a hundred, but they text you a thousand times, they got you that's ten right. times you, this cycle. Yeah, you know what's funny is I went to, I think it was. Uh, the oh, 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 but I got a salad for lunch. Used my debit card, and it was denied. And I said, "What the hell? How can that be?" I go to the bank to find out right away when I left Mad Greens. And, you know what's going on? Well, my my account is limited to the number of times you use your debit card, ah. and because of because of all these donations that I made, they limited my credit card and they shut me off. <laughs> oh, I had to go man. back and get a change. Yeah, you, you'd yeah, think you well. You'd think they'd change their sort of their assessment for fraud during election season when they know people are doing a sort of an inordinate amount of small donations, you know, different places around the country. But I'll tell you what, Ron, um, whoever you supported, I, I bet they're going to win. If you were going like to battleground states and that sort of thing, and it's really really important that we keep keep the fire hot. So if somebody you like hits you up for five bucks, take a minute and send it to them. I am. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what you just said was true, though, about the <laughs> fraud going on. Probably it's more prevalent now than ever before during election time when people are really trying to get money. But that's my that's my opinion. Well, you know? yeah. So they have to be careful. Well, I do appreciate that they're a lot more careful with our cards than they used to be. And and Ron, thanks thanks for the call. It's a common problem. Let me tell you. Take care. God bless. All right, Ron's line is open, 303-696-1971, 696-1971. A Democrat, lifetime Democrat voter in Pennsylvania was interviewed 
Um, I think this comes from yesterday. I've been a lifelong Democrat, but I'm here to tell you today that I'm flipping to Republican. I can no longer follow this party. Wow. Yeah. It, Absolutely not. I've been a lifelong Democrat, but I'm here to tell huh. you today that I'm flipping to Republican. I can no longer follow this party. Wow. Absolutely not. All right. Well, it was so important she repeated herself. That's uh, just happening all around the country. I talk to people as national committee man, as a grassroots activist who are out knocking doors, making phone calls, and they're getting the same kind of thing at the door. We're not just knocking on doors now of reliable Republican voters and then, you know, checking them off the list and then going down to people who typically vote Republican in the presidential year but may not vote in the off year. We're talking to independents as well and Oh, it is very, very gratifying what we're seeing. All right, we've got time for one more call before this break. Let's go to Jeff in Centennial. Jeff, welcome. Hey, how you doing? Uh, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir, we got you. Oh, good. Well, I just got I got my ballot in front of me, and I, I don't want to bore you guys, but I have a couple questions. Um, I'm going to be turning it in tomorrow, and they, they, they kind of trickle. It's on the front page, but um, there's four of them that I have kind of, con- you know, just – I just stared at it. like number one state representative district seven. Um, there's only one person there. I mean, what's the point of a vote if there's only one person in there? I mean, it doesn't that <laughs> automatically give this person the victory. Um, my second one is for that regional transportation district director that has nobody in there. It just says write in your name. So I'm planning on writing in my own name, and hopefully I'll win it. Um, the third one is for the State Board of Education member, um, and it says, at large. I don't get what that means. Are they, like, running from the law or something? Because that's how I usually associate it, at large. That's such a and great... My last one here right. is the re- Regent of University of Colorado, Congressional District 1. What does that have to do with Denver? I don't, you know, I mean, it's, I know District 1 is smack dab in the middle, but what is that... Uh, Regent of Univ- what does that mean? Are they in control of the finances? Um, sorry if I breeze through that real quick, but I want to hear your input. Yeah, no, that's that's really uh, interesting. And and yeah, as far as the one that's blank that has nobody running, um, it's me. Uh, uh, yeah, just uh, whoever who <laughs> ever gets you know ten of their friends to write in's got themselves a job. Um, All right. How will they let me know? Are they going to call me or do I put my <laughs> phone number in there next to it? <laughs> They'll f- believe me, man. If you're dumb enough to <laughs> run for that position, you'll you'll get the job. Uh, <laughs> right. The uh, the school board at, or the uh, board of education at large. There um, there's a board of education member in each, I think, congressional district, and then there's an at large who has. Um, you know, adds to the number of people available to vote and is considered like uh-huh. the statewide board of education member. And Dan Malloy is uh, is he on your ballot there? I assume he is. Yep, yep. Republican. He's the Republican, and I I didn't verify this for myself, but I have heard that he is the only person running for school board that actually has children in public school right now. So mm. that seems like a pretty good qualification all by itself. Besides the fact that. He is a, he really is well put together. I mean, when he does a presentation, um, he's thought it through. He's really been working hard. He seems like a real professional. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty easy yes vote for me on Dan Malloy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then now, as far as secure drop-off, I mean, I'm not mailing mine. I have drop boxes. I can pick from any one of them. But that's fairly safe, right? Once you put it in there and then you get the ballot track email, it's pretty much a, a 
thumbs up, right? Good to go. Well, um, let me answer your question about the Board of Regents real quick. That is, Those are the people oh. who make the decisions about budget and curriculum and things, I believe, at the University of Colorado. Mm-hmm. And so um, those also come out of our out of our different districts around the state, and and then there's an at large. I think Heidi Ganahl is the at large uh, member right now, the governor candidate. Um, I know okay. she's a, she's on the board of regents, and I believe she's the at large member, but I I don't pay that close of attention. But those again, very important races. So um, you find a Republican on there, grab them. And then as far as right, the drop boxes right. goes, uh, no, I don't think they're great at all. Um, there are, you know, did you ever see the movie 2,000 Mules? Uh, bits and pieces. I never got to watch the full thing, though. Okay. Well, there's a book out now, and there was this, and we even heard this here on 710 US. Oh, they've held up production of the book. What's wrong with the research? Mm-hmm. Um, the book is finally out. It's footnoted. It's got all kinds of references and everything else. Um, in Arizona... During the primary, they set up teams of people to monitor the drop boxes to avoid people from coming in and dropping 30, 40, 50, 100 ballots. And uh, and it really worked. And, in fact, it worked so well that Democrat Democrats sued to stop constitutional drop box watching in, uh, mm-hmm. in Arizona, and a court shut them down. They said people absolutely have a right to observe that process, and they get to continue. And there's a national organization that has been um, getting volunteers for Dropbox Dropbox watching all around the country that's been doing uh, a really good job of that. So, um, you know, they're open to fraud. I think if your ballot goes in there, it's secure. It's going to get counted. But I sure don't Mm -hmm. like the fact that, uh, you know, they don't all have cameras, 24-hour surveillance, and that the Democrats are afraid to have people actually sit and watch them round the clock. Well, my thing is, you know, okay, so the envelope gets there, but somebody has to physically open up the envelope and then scan the actual Scantron voter's card. And just because it says, yeah, congratulations, your ballot made it to the place, it doesn't guarantee that it got scanned. No, no, there has to be some real trust in the process. Mm -hmm. And I was glad, uh, I think it was Ron who called in earlier, who's a, a poll watcher, and he said, in Arapahoe right. County, uh, there's going to be an independent, a Republican, and a Democrat, and you've just got to trust that we have enough mm-hmm. bodies to make sure Republicans are keeping an eye on that process as well, because there's just so many ways it can get messed up. But with enough people watching, it's going to really cut down on the opportunity for fraud, and that's what I'm hoping for. Great call. Great questions, Jeff. I hope you have a good afternoon. Back at you, sir. Thank you. All right, Jeff's line is open, 303-696-1971, 696-1971. want to talk more about this Pelosi situation and Twitter. Man, are you seeing what's going on on Twitter already and how the left is absolutely melting down? We'll get to that on the other side. First, we need to check back in with Lori. Oh, no, Lori does the break at 40, huh? Yeah, new guy sitting in once, once in a blue moon. Um, so we will be right back, just you and me, when we return on 710-KNUS. Doing the Halloween music tonight. You taking kids out, grandkids out? Any special precautions? God, I hate this. Remember, uh, those of you guys in my age range will remember 50-plus years ago when apples, they were putting apple uh, razor blades inside of apples, and uh, you know, you'd hear a horror story uh, when something like that would happen. 
And and that's horrible. But now they make fentanyl that looks like candy. They make fentanyl that looks like candy. A dose of which will kill you. So will you be taking any special precautions? I literally had conversations with my kids about their grandkids. And, you know, one way that you really help take care of the problem is if you live in a good neighborhood where you know your neighbors and, you know, you get together and make sure the kids run into each other and have plenty of candy to kind of trade back and forth between them. And, you know, just don't go wandering off. Don't uh, take um, much of anything from strangers. Don't take anything that's unwrapped. And certainly, boy, if you get some little pill-like colored candy-looking things, I would make a note of where they came from, and I would have them checked out before I ever took a chance on having one of my kids or grandkids put that in their mouth. It's just too scary. Thanks, Joe Biden. Thank you very much for this wide open border, these millions of illegal aliens crossing the incredible influx of fentanyl and child sex trafficking. And you couldn't care less. And one of the things I can't wait for when the Republicans take over is the impeachment of the border czar, the border leader. The idiot, Mayorkas, who says, you know, there's the, the border is secure. We're, we've got everything under control. My God. I used to talk about, I mean, eight years ago. I used to talk about the open border policies of the Democrats being just another piece of the puzzle to ensure election dominance for years, decades, maybe forever. Get people in here, legalize them, and then make them vote and give them lots and lots of goodies so that they will want to keep Democrats in power forever. But never until Joe Biden, the putative president, the installed president, immediately, his first hours in office, he began repealing executive orders of Donald Trump. He put a stop to closing that last, what was it, five miles of border wall or something like that. And since then, it's been stand down, stand by, get out of the way, let them come. The current governor of Arizona, who, thank goodness, will be replaced by Arizona, but God bless him for this, he has stacked semi-truck trailers in front of broken areas along the border fence stack the big trailers on top of each other as barricades to slow down the just walk-in, freebie walk-in to our country. And the Biden administration has challenged him in court. In fact, the other way around, the Biden administration has ordered that he stop that, that it's a violation of law, of federal law, for him to try and secure the U.S. sovereign border, even though that's also his state border. So he's had to go to court over that process. Why would Democrats insist on those policies? You've seen the videos. You know who's coming across. You know how the the little babies in New York and uh, and out on the you know wealthy enclaves on the East Coast have cried, cried when these illegal aliens were bussed and flown and dropped off in, in groups of forty or fifty. 
not the millions that have invaded our country over the last two years. And they cry, we, we can't handle this. We don't have the infrastructure. We don't have the resources. It's your problem, they think. They're stupid policies that they never suffer from. And it's obvious. The Democrats cannot win them arguments with most Americans. The last two years have created such an eye-opening awakening, the great awakening I've been calling it for two years. You could just see it, sense it, feel it. As people were going to school board meetings and parents were being called domestic terrorists and girls were being defeated by biological boys in careers, sports careers that they've been excited about and, and relied on scholarships and maybe championships or Olympics for year after year after year. And then all of a sudden, one stolen election, one brain-dead, mind-numbed, numbed, child-sniffing, girl-pawing, putative president of the United States turns it all on its head. And we see clear as a bell, bring them in, let's get them legalized so they can vote. In fact, some cities are making it, trying to get around the constitutional requirement of citizenship to vote and make it legal for illegals to vote in their elections. Republicans have won a couple of lawsuits on that already, the RNC. Even that, I believe, backfires over time. I want to put a stop to it. I want to turn it around. I like the Matt Gates philosophy when he was in Pueblo a few weeks ago, and he said, we not only need to stop it, we need to find everyone who's gotten in here illegally, round them up, and send them back. But at the very least, we have to stop it. But when I say backfiring, a lot of these people are escaping from countries that are already experiencing what Joe Biden and the radical left in charge of the Democrat Party are trying to do to us. And they don't they're not going to vote for that eventually. Hispanics massively turning to Republicans, legal, hardworking, business owning, tax paying. Hispanics turning to Republicans. Donald Trump got 8% in 2016. That number went up to 12% of the black vote in 2020. That is expected to be even bigger again for Republicans here in 2022. Because these people who are coming from other countries that have already destroyed themselves with these kinds of policies don't want to go to a place that's spinning itself down the drain. And especially with the black, with regards to the black population, that where the Democrats have been there to take care of them, with welfare, with all of their other plans and schemes, keeping people in property, in in <laughs> keeping people in poverty, and aborting those babies. That doesn't work for that community. That's why they're turning away. I saw a statistic that since the Dobbs case. Abortions have been reduced by 10% already just in those couple of months, which is 10,000 fewer babies sucked into a sink. 10,000 fewer babies who will not get to live thanks to the Dobbs decision. That is exciting. 
And people in black communities all around the country are waking up and understanding that the vast majority of the babies being aborted are black babies. My God. Many of you know this. Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, the purpose behind Planned Parenthood was race purification. Reduce the black population. She was a racist. It's a racist-based organization. And people are waking up. I just love it. I just love it. All right, I do want to get into this uh, communication issue, the Pelosi 911 call. Let's hear it again, very short. Car, a priority 910-2640 Broadway, cross of Scott and Normandy. Hey, 14 hour copy. RP stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. RP stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. RP sounded somewhat confused. He's David. He's a friend. We're in our underwear. We're fighting over a hammer. I got into the bathroom. I went to the bath. I had to take a break from the um, assault, the um, invasion of my house. Really makes you wonder if this wasn't uh, maybe a sexcapade. We're in our underwear, just, you know, it's late. And everybody who breaks into your house, it's late. They're going to come in their jammies, maybe have their robe. He gets into the bathroom to make the 911 call. If he's in fear for his life, if he doesn't know the person who's in there, then why doesn't he just stay in there, lock the door, wait on the police? He knows they're on the way. But the first thing that the left does is grab onto this and say, see, you Republicans, you election deniers, you're the ones. <laughs> you're the ones. I've got 20 minutes of election denier denials from Democrats on my soundbar right now. I don't know that we're going to get into that tonight. Stacey, Stacey Abrams talking about uh, stolen elections and why she didn't concede when she lost the governorship the first time. She's going to lose it even bigger the second time. Hillary Clinton is on there. We may get to her in the 6 o'clock hour. She is already telling you that the 2024 election is being rigged by Republicans. It's okay for them, not okay for you. But make sure, count on this. If you push back, if you start to defend yourself, if you call out the Democrat lies about the assault on Paul Pelosi... If you call out the Democrat hypocrisy on telling you, you it's a, you're damaging democracy if you challenge the security of our elections or the election results, there will be Republicans who will come along and tell you, no, 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 you can't talk about that. That is not how we win elections. And you've got to walk away from Trump because those Trump candidates, they're going to bring us down. Oh, man, I can't wait till November 8th. It is going to be terrific. All right, it is 20 minutes to go until 5 o'clock, till 6 o'clock now, 5.40 on the Stephan Tub Show. I'm Randy Corcoran, and I think it's time to take a break. Let's check in with Lori Kelman. She's in the 710 KNUS newsroom. Uh, I'd let it play, but we've got callers on the line, limited time. You know how it goes. Remember the uh, second... Second verse, same as the first. Yeah, I still have all the lyrics in my head from that song. And man, way too many oldies as well. I used to do oldies music, Sunday morning oldies show, and uh, 
all of the lyrics, they just stick in your head. I can sing them all. Don't, and I won't, I promise. I would not do that to you. I know it's Halloween. That'd be one way to terrify you, but um, we're just not going to do it. So, um, all right, let's go to Guy in Inglewood who um, I guess has maybe some personal experience with this fentanyl thing. What's what's the story, Guy? Well, uh, this upcoming uh, Thanksgiving, my uh, nephew died. Well, took a fentanyl-laced Oxycontin, mm. and uh, girlfriend found him lifeless and Arvada paramedics uh, got him breathing and his heart back but his brain never came back and died five months later oh god and uh, how old was he still 32 uh, and, and he was a, he was a weightlifter and a buddy of a buddy gave him this uh, uh, fentanyl laced oxycontin was and, the uh, was the buddy charged or anything no I don't, we don't think he knew. I mean, he, yeah. the, the buddy didn't know that he gotten a hold of a if he didn't, It was just you know somebody that he grew up with, somebody he went to Pomona High School with, and uh, you know I got to say that this that this is the following. I mean, I'm I'm a very you know staunch conservative, and it's my sincere hope when we take back Congress that something's done about the Biden crime family syndicate. Um, it is. I've done a lot of research on it, and as far as I'm concerned, the Biden family is in the back pocket of the Chinese government. Yeah. Money and everything, and the the American people aren't getting the word that this man and his family are absolutely corrupt, corrupt, totally corrupt. Well, I think they may be getting the word, Guy, and I think that the deep state knows it because the only reason that I can justify that especially as we're going into the midterms, that they're starting to publicly release information about the Hunter Biden investigation, but limiting it to a gun charge, to tax charges, is because they're trying to draw attention away from all of the corruption, the ties to China, Ukraine, and everything else that's already been exposed. But up until recently, for instance, with the acquisition of Twitter by Elon Musk, very hard for conservatives to get that information out. So I I am very hopeful that we get a big dose of eye-opening after Republicans take control of Congress in January. But back to your nephew. Um, I overdosed on a drug when I was about uh, 15, and it was purely accidental. But, I, you know, I was a partying kid. I was a high school dropout, partied hard, um, all in good. You know, I wasn't addicted to anything. I I could do a drug and then not do it. Um, even when I smoked cigarettes, when I decided to quit, I just quit. I don't have an addictive personality, but I loved to experiment. As a kid, I thought it was cool. And if that felt good, maybe this is going to feel better. And got a hold yeah. of something that was a super high dose, and nobody was warned about it. And so we sliced it up and, and snorted it, and um, and I you know, wound up in the hospital. And my yeah. parents had to find me that way. And I yeah, could have been, so dad. I could have, I could have been that dead kid, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my nephew was a weightlifter. Uh, and he developed a, a pinched nerve. Yeah. He just thought he was he, taking a pain pill. He thought he was taking a pain pill. And, uh, uh yeah, it devastated our family. It's absolutely devastated. You know, and Thanksgiving's just aren't the same. I mean, it happened, you know, we were heading to my sister-in-law's house for Thanksgiving dinner. And all of a sudden you're going, oh no, no, we're going to Lutheran hospital. And this is what happened. And. You know, we 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 you know, have a pretty good size extended family, and you know we 
you know, packed out the waiting room at Lutheran Hospital, and, uh, you know, it just sticks with me. I mean, it was six, almost six years ago, but it's like yesterday to me. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, and he, but he never got his neurological, you know, any, any ability to open his eyes, think, speak, breathe. I mean, he could breathe, and his heart was going, but he, he had no brain function. So I, I never even knew that it was an issue six years ago. You know, it didn't happen enough. But now it's a flood. People are being killed. It's like a, you know, China should be start, charged with murder, and so should anybody who is uh, allowing through an open border, through not proper prosecution, et cetera, this crap into our country should be prosecuted. It It is a uh, an effort, I think, to just simply wipe out a generation of Americans. Yeah, uh, I saw Terry Lake on uh, the uh, weekend Fox Morning Show the other day, and she cited, I, I forgot which part of the Constitution she cited, but states have every right whatsoever to defend their border. And uh, I don't remember which, which article or sub-article it was, but uh, I mean, if that's, and I don't, I have a Constitution back at the office, I don't have it with me right now. I, I just, I want, I hope, I hope so strongly, but I don't know if you listened to uh, to um, Mark Wells the other night with uh, General McInerney and talking about how they may cheat again, and it's a CIA program, and they're going to hit those key uh, counties in uh, in Pennsylvania and Arizona and Georgia, and may pull the same stunt where they're going to stop the count, kick everybody out, and they pick up the next morning, uh, you know, tables might be turned. I'm really concerned about that. Guy, it's a tremendous concern, and the people who tell you that uh, here in Colorado we've got a gold standard and there's no proof and, you know, all the junk we've heard for the past two years, just wait as the next two years prove them wrong. But I will just tell you this. Um, the the thing I'm closest to with elections uh, and election lawsuits and all that, besides individual cases I'm involved with, is what the RNC is doing. And the RNC has spent, I think we're up over $60 million on election law and election cheat and election-related litigation. And it's been very, very successful. Supreme Court cases, stopping cities from letting illegals vote, um, and also making it, getting rid of some of the rules and regulations that have allowed secretaries of state or other voter officials to keep Republicans away, keep independents away, you know, mess with the watching, all of it. And so we can't stop it because we, we haven't exposed it all yet. But, man, we're going to take a bite out of it. And, well, uh, and Jenna, Jenna Griswold let 32,000 illegal aliens the right to vote, and nobody talks about that too much. Yeah, well, she she I don't think she gave them the right to vote. She sent out postcards that encouraged them to register to vote and then uh, sent out postcards okay. afterwards saying not to and then apologize because gee somehow I, i'm not sure quite how guy but it's the second time that she did that mm. so but i want you to know just so you feel better she promised that she wouldn't do it again uh, oh yeah right mm. yeah yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. but but here's here's what we do the, the way we make sure that the red wave isn't isn't fraught with uh Delays and cheating is number one. We've got an army of lawyers around the country ready to pounce, take action after the fact. We know what to look for now. We know what to watch for now. But more important than any of that, we just have to flood the election with Republican votes all around the country. I've already voted. Good man. Great ticket.
Yep. All right. Well, Guy, I'm so sorry about your nephew. I lost my brother 40 years ago in a car crash. And you, you don't ever get over it. You just learn no, to live with it. Don't. Holidays never are the do. worst. Yesterday was my mom's birth uh, birthday. She would have been, uh, let's see, she would have been 90. Uh, no, she would have been 91. I lost her at 89 a year ago last January. So Today is my, today is my mom's birthday, and she'd be 99. God bless, God bless our moms, brother. Yep. Um, Amen. Very sad. Well, thank you for sharing your story, and thank thanks you. for voting, and thanks for paying attention. God bless you. You too. Bye bye. All right. Looks like we got the great American standing by, and you can never have a short conversation with my buddy Eric. He's just got too much good to say. So I think we'll uh, we'll hold him over to the top of the hour, Eric. I hope you can sit. Sit tight. Guy's line is open, 303-696-1971. 696-1971. We haven't even touched on the unbelievable changes in Twitter already. I mean, Elon Musk has had the thing for since Thursday. It's Monday, and it is amazing. I had a blast on Twitter this weekend. We'll talk about that in the final hour of the show. And really, anything you want. It's open lines, 303-696-1971. Going to check in with Lori again in the newsroom, and we'll be right back to wrap up the Stuff and Tub Show final hour next on 710-KNUS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.